and welcome to the Mix Air Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip hop from boom bap to trap. We're a group of hip hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. So for tonight's episode, we're giving up, we're doing our version of March Madness with the hottest producers, hip hop producers of all time. So let's jump into it with our uh, social media plugs. Kev, tell them where they can find us on social media. All right, you can follow us on Twitter at Mix Era Rap and follow our Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod. That's what's up. Reaper, what can they follow you on uh, social media? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, WeChat, and Mixcloud if you like DJ Mixes at The313Kid. That's T-H-E-313-K-I-D. All right, that's what's up. So let's jump back into it with Reaper. Reaper's going to give us uh, a little uh, insight on how we came up with the 32 and give us the uh, the shakedown for how we're going to play it out tonight. So, yeah, this is part two of two last week. Make sure you check out last week's episode if you uh, didn't, because this is part two of two. So we're doing March Madness producer style, hip hop producer style. Typically, Mark Ma- March Madness starts with more more teams than we have. Uh, I believe sixty four teams, but we dwindled it down to thirty two, and then it'll be sixteen, and then it'll be eight, so on, so on, until we get one producer left. We're looking at the hottest producers of all time, not necessarily the best, but most contributions to hip hop, most bangers, most hits, you know, most beloved, not necessarily the the best of all time. And uh, we've got some interesting matchups today, and we're going to dwindle it down all live today from 32 to 1, and we're going to do a voting system. So there'll be, well, I'll say the matchup, because I'm the only one that has the matchups. The other guys haven't seen the matchups yet. They know all of the the 32 from last week, but I'm the only one that actually knows the matchup. So I'll say it, this person versus this person, or this group versus this group, and then We'll vote two to one. The majority rules and goes to the next round. If there is a discrepancy, we don't agree, you can plead your case. And uh, we'll take that as it goes. Fellas, are you ready? Let's get it. Let's go. All right. Round one. Let's come off straight out the box. Round one is DJ Premier versus Pete Rock. What say you? I got DJ Premier. Ah, uh, yeah, me too. All right, unanimous. I'm going to say Preem. It's really unfortunate because uh, P-Rock is P-Rock, but I got to go with Preem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, hey, that's that's just how the system shakes itself out to be. Yep. Yep, DJ Premier advances. Next up. Next up, we've got RZA versus... Jay Dilla. <laughs> Not the tough one. Because that one is quite unfair. No. No. I don't think so. You're putting backpack versus grimy, dirty street blessings. <sighs> this is tough. No, nah, man. Because again, and I, I'll say this just so it's on record. I'm, RZA does not get enough credit for starting Soul Sampling. He was doing sped up vocals before everybody. I don't care what nobody say. Go back and listen to them records and look at the year stamps. He was making soul sample records before everybody. And people always say it's, you know, someone after him. But 
Yeah, no doubt. I was I should have said this on the uh, on the intro too. Like I tried to put people that were to like of similar guild at least in the first round, so it's not like you know DJ Premier versus Murder Beats, you know, because that doesn't make sense. So that's where it is. RZA with the soul samples and uh, Jay Dilla with the soul samples. Yeah, no doubt. I just uh, unfortunately uh, RZA has more album sales, but Dilla has more accomplishments where his artists have gotten more uh, nominations and um, and awards than RZA. So that it makes it a little tough, you know. I mean, it depends on who you ask, though, because, again, we're, we're talking bangers, but we're also talking contributions. And RZA did every beat on Liquid Swords. He did every beat on 36 Chambers. He did every beat on Iron Man. He did every beat on, you know, whatever, whatever. And yeah, all the all the all the members he did their first albums. And these are some not just great records like there's depending on who you're talking to. Says Li- Liquid Swords is top 10. You know, you can say you can say what you want about who who's your vote. Okay, I, I made my vote. What say you? I'm I'm voting RZA. Yeah, you, you got to go with RZA based on you know the, how you laid it out. It, it's a tough one, not yeah, yeah. And that was it. When you start naming the albums, I, I and then and, and I thought of the Grave Diggers album, and I know that you know him and Prince Paul. It was kind of a collaboration production wise, but it was still that RZA effect with Prince Paul. That, yeah, that that's what did it for me. And the old Dirty First album, one of my favorites all time. So yeah, I I gotta go. I gotta go, Brizzy. Yeah, because Dilla, you know, giving him a definitely an asterisk. He never did a full project. He did majority of projects, but never full projects. Just the the songs that he did at that time. Not even with a big time artist though. Like I mean, like he, you know, he did some village stuff, but uh, he did some like village. He did uh um um. I mean, would it would it, I just imagine if he did a whole common album though? How would that would that that would have been probably amazing though? Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That's what I was saying. That the common song that he did do won a Grammy, and the um, Far Side song that he did won a Grammy. So that's all. That's all. But you know, it is what it is. You know, much much love to Jay Dilla, but RZA wins this. Unanimous. Yeah, unanimous. RZA, Young <laughs> Razor, hit me hit me with the major. Yeah, you know, I love I love Dilla Man being from Detroit or whatever, but I'm I'm Butane through and through, man. Like I, I might pick RZA after over half of these people on here for real, for real. Next one. So RZA advances. So next one, the Bomb Squad versus Rick Rubin. That's extremely unfair. Bomb Squad. How you gonna put them two in the first round against each other? They go knock off Bomb Squad. Knocking off my eighties people. So I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna lay this out for both artists. Rick Rubin sold the most uh, units. Uh, he wrote the he he produced the most uh, product projects as far as the number of credits he has. Rick Rubin wins on credits. Uh, Bomb Squad has the most uh, artists. They work with the most artists than uh, Rick Rubin has. Rick Rubin is still continuing. Whereas, um, as far as in the hip hop world, whereas Bomb Squad has now kind of moved off. Well, Hank Shockley, not really the Bomb Squad, but Hank Shockley's now moved off into more R and B stuff. So you know, kind of takes away from them on that. But uh, Rick Rubin with uh, with Beastie Boys, the units that that moved is just amazing. You know, and the, the initial two gold albums with uh, Run DMC, and then he kind of stepped away from that. You know, a lot of their production. 
But in general, LL, you name it, if it's Def Jam, Rick Rubin had his hands all over it. And we all know uh, Def Jam is you know, the the premier, you know, the premier record company as far as hip hop is concerned. Uh, Bomb Squad work with Def Jam. And uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Public Enemy, BBD, Poison. When you talk about bangers, that's the thing. When you talk about bangers, is a per. It, Come on, man. I'm just laying it out. Is a DJ? I'm trying to. I'm, I'm looking at my two minutes. Is a DJ gonna play Beastie Boys, or is he gonna play? It just depends on the DJ. You know what I mean? Or is he gonna play? What be nothing against Beastie Boys or a lot of those artists Rick Rubin has produced for, but I feel like you'll reach. You'll probably reach for a song that the Bomb Squad produce, more than likely. An early LL song. I mean, damn near anything off of uh, Public Enemy's first three albums. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to lay it out like that. Like, hey, they they got the songs that you want to... Bomb Squad has the songs you want to grab. I mean, I'm, as far as what situation, though? I mean, I, so I, I, that's, and that's why I was trying to break it down, that it depends on the DJ. So if I'm doing a set, the type of sets I do, which are, you know, mostly weddings, graduations, sweet 16s, things like that, I'm playing, uh, uh, you know, an LL song. I'm playing uh, for the old head or I'm playing BBD for an old head, you know, to get them up on the floor as well as the youngsters. And then I'm trying to mix a public enemy beat with a current artist lyrics. I do that a lot. I mean, you're going real heavy on BBD poison. Like, okay, it's a banger, but like, what else? Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's their, that's, their, so what's your vote, man? that's their biggest sell. That's, that's, uh, uh, Bomb Squad's biggest selling, uh, uh, production. That's why I keep bringing it up. They did well with Public Enemy, but not, 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 not that well. That's fine. What is, what is your vote? Yeah, I, I got to go Bomb Squad. And Kev, what is your vote? Bomb Squad. Really? Yeah. Y'all out of your mind, man. Okay. I'm saying Rick Rubin. Y'all out of your mind. But okay, bomb squad advances. I mean, I, it's, it's 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 a tough choice, but I think that it's not a tough choice. I was a, um at all. As much as I love the Beastie Boys, I think I'm a bit. I'm, I'm. Are you basing that on the amount of moved? If you base it on amount of hits, if you base it on contributions to hip hop, if you base it on longevity, Rick Rubin has all three of those. Any, you just said it yourself. Anything that came through Def Jam pretty much had his fingerprints on it. Anything, uh, he was rocking all the way back in the mid-80s, and he's still doing stuff here and there now. And the stuff that came through Def Jam is bigger than all the third base Cactus album. It's bigger than all the, maybe, maybe, maybe one Public Enemy album. And maybe Poison is bigger than some of the, the, the hits that he was a part of. But I don't think poison is bigger than everything Rick Rubin did, except for the stuff with Beastie Boys. Okay, fine. But like I said, maybe I'll give you that one. Maybe one that one song, but that one song doesn't mean he should beat Rick Rubin, man. Come on. But I like I said, I'm not what I'm what I'm saying though is I this is not a hill that I want to die on. If it's two to one, I I don't agree, but y'all can have it. Whatever. Bomb squad moves on. Bomb squad advances. Ready? Yep. Y'all ready for the next one? Okay. Uh, next, next, next up is JD Jermaine Dupree versus Herbie Lovebug. I'm going Herbie. Oh man, this tough too. As far as this one goes, laying it out, Herbie Lovebug sold the most units. Salt and Pepper has the most hits of the two uh, producers. JD is just the most recent 
and has had the most impact as far as Southern rap is concerned. So what's your vote? <laughs> oh, my vote is Herbie. Yeah, I'm going Herbie too. Fine. I'm saying Jermaine Dupree, just so it's on the record. But again, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not willing to even argue that one because y'all clearly on y'all old school tip. Fine. No, that's, that's fine. That's fine. No, I've tried to lay it out. I tried to lay it out. The late, I mean, well, I'll I say this. As far as the late 80s go, it, it was probably a salt and pepper kid play. Yep. Kwame song on the radio or even I like, Kwame. I think he did. I, Dana Dana. Yeah. I think he had a hand in father MC's early stuff too. Uh, he, 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 he and redhead Kingpin put a lot of that father MC stuff together. Right. So that was a lot of the stuff going on in the late eighties. So it, it's, it's, I, it's not, I, I, you know, it's hard to take away from J- Jermaine Dupree, even like when, he, you know, recently when he, he was um talking about the verses with Diddy and he was like, I'm in a songwriter's hall of fame and Diddy's not. So it's it's like, ooh. And you know, it's hard to vote against him, but man, them eighties, man. The, the, that late eighties was a, it was just a different time period back then, man. And that's the thing. If you did Jermaine as a writer, he'd kill most of the people on here. All right, next up. Next up. Um, not arguing. Sure. Fine. All right. Uh Herbie Love advances. Yeah, and and just so also just so it's on record, you said, "Oh, you made the lineup." And yes, I did make the lineup. But some of these people don't necessarily match as far as a first round competitor, if you ask me. And I was very clear on the last episode that Herbie Lovebug should not have been on this list in the first place. <laughs> but here we are. Y'all ready? Next round. Let's go. We got Cool and Dre versus Mike. Will made it. Oh, now the top one. What say you? Yeah, I'm going with Mike. I think I might have to agree with that one. All right. Unanimous. Mike Will made it. Mike Will move. <laughs> and it's really unfortunate because I really like Cool and Dre, and they've got some notable ones, but Mike Will is uh, the choice. Next one, we've got – y'all ready for the next one? Let's get it. Uh, next one, Scott Storch versus Dr. Dre. God, oh, you wasn't lying. You wasn't lying. It's Dre. And let me lay it out just a teeny bit. I know you're going to do it. <laughs> I know you're going to do it. And, and, and it's a tough one, man, but I don't I don't know if you – you can lay it out, and I still don't think you can make a case with Scott Storch. He's moved more units. But you still can't make a case for him, man. I'm not saying he's that important to the to the culture. I'm just saying what he's done is he's moved you. Man, right now, half of Snoop's first album is still getting played on the radio here in America. No doubt. No doubt. No one's putting no one's saying that Dre isn't probably on this list. He and Premier have done the most to move the culture forward. We're not saying that. I'm saying I'm laying it out as as far as picks are concerned. Are you going to go with who moves the most unit? And Scott Storch has had some bangers in those units that he's moved. Or do you go with Dre, who's had less bangers, but less radio bangers? Let me let me put a caveat on that, because most of the NWA stuff did not make it to radio, guys. That's that's plain and simple. Most of their stuff didn't. But I just said half of Snoop's first album they played on the radio. 
and they still play it now. It's like, what was that, 25 years ago? I did not say Snoop. I said NWA stuff. Snoop stuff, by, by the time Snoop came along, they were making multiple albums where you could have a radio version album, a clean version album, a family-friendly version album. That's when Walmart had kind of really put their foot in the game as far as selling units. So there were multiple styles of albums. So you could play Snoop's album without the cussing in it on radio. You could put uh, the chronic on the radio without the cussing. So those albums are all winners. But you got to, you know, you got to remember that I look this stuff up. You look at the charts, you don't see NWA stuff on the charts based on back then. They just had straight. I'm we're not doing no clean versions. OK, so uh, Reaver, I'm going to let you go before me. Who you got, Scott Storch or uh, Dre? No, I made the chart. I go last. What say you? <laughs> We can't mix it up a little bit. One or two of them that you get in the middle and let let somebody else finish it. No, <laughs> not this time. Because <laughs> it's a tough one, man. It's this is super tough, and I and I and I love Dre. I mean, I will I will throw some some merits out there for both. I mean, we talk about bangers, right? We talk about contributions to hip hop, not just strictly units moved. I don't think. Because if you talk about units moved, well, I'm looking at it right now. 2005 for Scott Storch, you've got Candy Shop, 50 Cent, Just a Little Bit, 50 Cent, R. Kelly and Game, Players Only, Fat Joe and Nelly, Get It Poppin', Chris Brown, Run It, Lighters Up, Little Kim. Those were heaters on the radio and the club and 50 Cent with the massacre and then uh, – Chris Brown and, and Wayne, give me that the next year. Fat Joe, make it rain. Like, it's some heaters on here for real that was that was moving units too. But like I said, I don't know. If That's what I was saying. You can solely base it on moving units because were people buying CDs and, and cassettes in 1991 and 1992 and 1993? Yes, but no, but yes, but no. But I was, I, I, I can look at the data, but I wasn't there, you know, so... I, you know, I don't know what you want to base it on. I think there's an argument for both. And some of the early Scott Storch credits are under Dr. Dre, Steel Dre, X from Exhibit, and a couple of other ones. You know what I mean? So I think it's a great matchup. And I think there could be an argument for both, but it could go either way based on your opinion. So. And that's, again, for me, if I'm, if I'm DJing, I'm pulling all, most, at least 80% of Scott Storch's stuff I'm pulling first. Not Dre stuff. I'm trying to make my mind up, talk my way into picking who I want to pick. Yeah, time for you to make. It's time for you to make a decision, man. So that's who you picking there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put. Uh, I'll lose this one, but I have to put Scott Storch just because I'm talking about straight fire songs. Okay. No, you didn't make a pick. I'm going. I'm going last. So come on. Right now, you Scott Storch. Come on, uh, Reaper. Who you got? Okay. No, I'm gonna say Dr. Dre. Yeah, and, and we're going to move on. Dr. Dre advances. Next up, ready? Let's go. Next up, we got Just Blaze, Justin Blaze, and the Blazettes versus Kanye West. I'll go first, Kanye. Kanye. All right, unanimous. Kanye West advances. Last one on the, uh, I don't know, left side bracket. I don't know if that matters, but last on the left side bracket, uh, we've got the Alchemist versus Havoc. I'll go on this one. Alchemist. 
hater hater i'm not a hater you do you want to lay it out do you want to look at the numbers the credits the heaters yeah ow no look man everybody go out there and listen to episode one and listen to this band trash havoc for 45 minutes is there again again keep it a buck keep it a buck since you've already cast your vote is there anyone on this list that you would pick over havoc <laughs> pick havoc over yes would he win in any of these matchups Keep it a buck. Lex Luger. You pick Havoc over Lex Luger? Why? Just because Lex is more trap and, and Havoc is a boom bap. You you forcing me in a corner. So if I had to, if I had to, like if you guys, if you had Havoc and Lex Luger against each other and you guys both voted, I would make it unanimous just because Havoc has, the, he has those bangers. He has those bangers that are boom bap. I'm not taking anything away from Lex Luger. I think he's a very talented person. But what would I pick between the two? I'm always going to pick Boom Bap over Trap. Fine. All right. Alchemist advances 2-1. I'm going to say Havoc. I really like the Alchemist. I'm going to vote for Havoc, though. That's what's up. I mean, that's kind of what March Madness is, eh? It was another tough choice. All those tough choices. All right. So at the end of the left side bracket... Uh, DJ Premier has advanced. RZA, The Bomb Squad, Herbie Lovebug, Mike Will Made It, Dr. Dre, Kanye West, and Alchemist. Let's move on to the right side bracket. You ready? Yep. All right. Round one, we've got Timberland versus Swiss Beats. There you go. Let's get it. <laughs> the start of the verses. <laughs> oh, this is another tough one. To lay it out. Just say Timberland's moved more units and been on the chart longer. <laughs> He's moved more units. Let's go back to units. <laughs> but I know. But I think. I think for me, they've been on the charts, and that means people know their music for 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 you know for some reason. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna pick Timberland. That's my pick. I think this is one of the harder ones on the list, but. I'm going to say Timberland unanimous. Oh, uh, it's not unanimous. I'm picking Swiss Beats. Really? Okay. Well, let the record show that it's 2-1 Timberland. Timberland advances. And let me just say, guys, that when I lay it out, I'm just laying out fact stuff. It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm trying to talk my way through because I'm just now, you know, I'm hearing the matchups. So I'm trying to work my picking that's how i'm picking by laying things out but then i i always go back to what would i so here's how i pick i don't know how you guys are picking what would i pull out because you said there's got to be them bangers involved in it as well so i think to myself after i lay everything out i'm like whose stuff would i pull out if i'm doing a set i think you would i mean it depends on what kind of set how old everyone is but i think you would pull out a a timberland track even in some cases unknowingly in the DMV, I'm gonna pull out a Swiss Beats because most likely in this area, oh man, putting on DMX, that's a winner every time. Putting on an Eve in this area, come on, Kev, you know that. Are you really? I, I don't get a lot of love when I play Missy stuff. Maybe one st- one of her songs. That's about it. Over Missy, you see people get up on Missy stuff a lot. I don't know. I don't know. I see folks, man, that, 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 any of those DMX tracks, if I speed them up, man, they love those joints. And Eve is always a winner. 
Timberland still won, though, guys. <laughs> so don't have sad faces. <laughs> All right. Next up. So Timberland advances. Next round, DJ Mustard versus 40. Thank you for an easy one. I got 40. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I'll go 42. You know, I don't know if it's so easy. Like, if you sat down and put those songs. So particularly part of the reason I put uh, DJ Mustard and 40 against each other is because they're among the people on this list that got famous for producing one person. Like you could say DJ Mustard was Ty Dollar Sign or YG, but it was more YG than Ty Dollar Sign. And 40 is Drake, obviously. I think if you put the YG tracks and the Drake tracks side by side, like banger for banger, I don't know, man. YG or Ty Dollar Sign might edge them out for real. I think it would be neck and neck. I don't think it's just such a clear because some of the Drake stuff, a lot of the Drake stuff obviously is 40, but some of the singles aren't actually 40. They're maybe 40 got a co-production on it or maybe it's not 40 at all. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But uh, I didn't, I looked at YG. I, I Again, I'm going specifically by the charts because I don't know YG that well. Ty Dolla Sign has more charted, higher charting songs than YZ. YZ. Yeah. So that's how I picked, you know, when I did my research and I was like, man, 40 is, you know, he has he has Drake and he, he does, definitely doesn't have all of his biggest hits, but he's got enough that he edged out Ty Dolla Sign just for me. We're talking about DJ Mustard. I know. I was saying between the two, you said you wait a minute. So you were saying he would that that YZ would would edge out Ty Dolla Sign. I thought you were saying he would edge out Drake. My bad. Yeah, I'm saying what I'm saying. Okay, the so Forty has contributed to people that's not Drake as well as DJ Mustard, obviously contributing to people that's not YG or Ty Dolla Sign. If you take those into account and the songs that they've made specifically for their artists, for Ty Dolla Sign, for YG, for Drake, and you put all of those up, especially that DJ Mustard run, and we, especially when you talk about bangers, I think DJ Mustard is a better pick. Or if you did a song for song, I think it would be neck and neck. I don't know if it's just such a clear 40 wins because of Drake. I don't think so. And again, I, I think that's how you interpret how you're interpreting the information because I'm not a huge, uh, I don't have a, a huge knowledge base on YG. I only, you know, really know about Ty Dolla Sign. When I'm looking up DJ Mustard, I really didn't focus on because his chart numbers were not as good as Ty Dolla Sign. So as I'm looking up Mustard this week, trying to make sure that I'm, I'm giving him a fair shot when we get ready to pick the person I see who he's had the most success with as far as the charts are concerned was Ty Dolla Sign. That's fine. Um, so you say 40 and Kev, what say you? Uh, I originally said 40, but I, I'm, I'm almost thinking about switching up my, my pick now. I, I am going to switch. I'm going to go Mustard. All right. DJ Mustard advances. I'm going to say DJ Mustard as well. All right. You ready for the next round? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Next up, we got the Neptunes versus Trackmasters. Oh, this is a tough one, too. <laughs> yeah. To lay it out, Trackmasters have not moved near as many units as Neptunes. Yeah, but 
I think the track trackmasters did have their hand in like some R and B radio hits at you know at a nice point. But I mean, this is you know if it's just bass straight rap music, I, I'm going Neptunes. But if we just talk about production credits, I think we could say it might be a little closer. But I'm I'm a pick Neptune. So if you're if you're going with bangers. Track masters, as far as R and B wise, they got that uh, you know, so for real, Candy Rain. <laughs> they got you know, if, if you're if you're only with two, if you're only with top forty rap, you know, and you're not really with they 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 produce both of Will Smith's uh, getting jiggy with it and uh, and Miami, which sold great numbers. <laughs> but you know, again, it depends on how you look at those. You know, uh, they also uh, produced most of the first Space Jam uh, album soundtrack, which sold very well. Hey, man, shouts to the fr- the Space Jam soundtrack is a hitter, man. It's a good record. Man. Yep. Yep. And then they and then they also did. <laughs> I know, you know, they did. They did Juicy and they did Who Shot You. So if you're talking about bangers, I mean, I don't know. It's a tough one. I mean, I, I like like, wait, wait. Trackmasters did Juicy Biggie Smalls? Are you sure? Yep, yep. They are credited along with Puffy. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all keep going. I'm going to verify this right now. No? Yeah. <laughs> no, it does say the first line. It says it was produced by Polk of the duo Trackmasters and Sean Puffy Combs based on an original version produced by Pete Rock. Look at that. Yep, but I did try to do you know my homework as best as possible and Trackmasters. I know, but I think when you know when 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 you know as soon as you say Neptunes, the first two songs I think of is that first clip single and Snoop's uh, "Drop It Like It's Hot," and then, and it's and you know and I, I'm like Trackmasters got some hits, but you know you can still play like those two songs now and it still could get a like a big reaction though. And also and what the clips album what came out what early two thousands like oh one oh two maybe. 2002 if you're doing a solely a rap influenced party yes but if you're if you're playing a wedding if you're playing a a reunion or something like that if you put on getting jiggy with it it's gonna get a bigger reaction than either of the either of the clips the clip songs what about drop it like it's hot though that one's neck and neck so i would say jiggy getting jiggy with it and drop it like it's hot those two will get about the same the same reaction but then he's also got Miami, which my aunt, they also have Miami, which Miami gets a reaction as well. So that's the tough part for me. That's why I'm trying to talk my way through this. And man, that's, that's a real tough one. Boy, it's a real tough one. Man, Pharrell is doing Disney soundtracks. So <laughs> it's hard to beat that. It's hard to beat Disney soundtracks, man. No doubt. Neptunes for me. I'm going Neptunes. Y'all figure it out. If it, but like like Reaper said. Man, that, that that Space Jam's track, <laughs> that album was fun. That was a fun album. And I just looked on here. They also did one of Nas's most successful songs, not not his best songs. If I Rule the World, that was one of his most successful songs. It was on the chart probably uh, just as long as Ether, and it sold a lot of units. So, yeah, Trackmasters did some work, man. Uh, I didn't talk myself into it. I'll lose, but I'm going Trackmasters. Yeah. You will lose two to one Neptunes. I think this is an interesting uh, case study, I guess you could say. But I think the the Neptunes run from 
two two thousand maybe to two thousand three or four, whenever Drop It Like It's Hot came out, maybe four or five is unrivaled. It's unrivaled. Like I mean, or maybe not unrivaled, but it's like top tier with like maybe Dre at the beginning and some of these other picks that we got coming up later. Yeah, because they were they were competing with Kanye and Just Blaze at that time. But it was man, it would it seemed like, and maybe it's just me, but it seemed like when the Neptunes was at their peak, every song that came out because it it went from Ludacris to Nelly to Mystical to Clips to it seemed like every song that came out on the radio. It was just like, man, that kind of sounded like that other beat that was on the radio three weeks ago. Oh, oh, that's these Neptunes dudes. Oh, he got a Neptune song too. Oh, he got a Neptune song too. Oh, he got a Neptune song too. Like in the in the long lasting pantheon of hip hop, I think the Neptunes stand out more, more clearly with songs that people identify with. So two to one, Neptunes advance. Ready? Next round? Yeah, go ahead. Um, next round, we got Boy Wonder versus Hit Boy. <laughs> another tough one yeah i think this is one of the tougher ones you're right you're right um come on mr info you got you got date on everybody what you got all right to lay it out boy wonders move more units hit boy has had the most accolades as far as uh, uh awards <laughs> back to the unit <laughs> <laughs> wait you sure Hit Boy got the most got more accolades than Boy Wonder? Yes. Uh, that that again, you guys go. You know, I tried to do my homework best as I could as far as uh, American Music Awards and Grammy Awards stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Hit Boy has the most, but that's counting R and B as well. I didn't know Boy Wonder got Megan Thee Stallion credits. Yep. Ah, uh, it's tough. Yeah, Boy Wonders move more units. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough. Uh, right now, I'm leaning towards Boy Wonder, to be honest with you. Well, what say you? So, uh, just so it's on record, B, what was your pick? Boy Wonder. All right, Kev, what do you say? Yeah, that 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 Megan thing. I didn't, I didn't see that. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go Boy Wonder. Yeah, I'm going to go Boy Wonder as well, unanimous. If you look at... What it came down to me, honestly, was more so bangers on this more than anything else. He did uh, Forever with Drake, Kanye, Wayne, Eminem. Drake, Best I Ever Had. Eminem, Not Afraid. Rihanna, Work. And g and ASAP, No Limit. And all of those are hitters. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. Not to say Hit Boy not doing his thing. I know y'all like Hit Boy, but them are some hitters right there. So... Boy Wonder wins unanimous. Boy Wonder advances. Next round, Manny Fresh versus Beats by the Pound. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get to it, man. Because uh, y'all listen to episode <laughs> one, man. Listen to these jokers uh, argue uh, Beats by the Pound for way too long. I'm going Manny. Manny Juvenile and Wayne just alone. As I love Beats by the Pound, but if I had to pick between the two, it's going to be Manny Fresh. Fresh, Manny Fresh. Next up, we've got so Manny Fresh advances. Next up, we got Juicy J versus Little John. Gosh, boy, you was killing us tonight, man. I mean, some interesting matchups for sure. You say Little John, I say Little John. Blind pick, I'm picking Little John. Kev said Little John, I said Little John. 
blind pick you're not there's no merit to it you just gonna pick him because <laughs> I, I, it's, it's tough to, it is tough though man because it's when you really really look at a lot of people don't really give juicy j as much credit as they should and this is a tough one man but we, we can't i can't sit here all night debating we got i gotta pick somebody man because we, we can't be wasting time we got two more rounds to go all right i'm gonna say little john too unanimous Little John advances. Next up, we got Zaytoven versus Lex Luger. It's another tough one, too. Lex Luger. So are you tired of lay- laying out the, the, the argument? You just, just vote now? I don't I don't know much about either of them to lay out. It's our, they both move about the same units. So you said uh, you did your research, but you didn't research nobody new? I did my research. They move about the same units. You just said you don't know much about them. Did you... Yes, all I was able to do is look up on Billboard each one of them's uh, charting, and they chart similar. So you didn't do that much research, or nah, Bruh, Is this is this shit on me, or is this? I, I'm I'm going Lex. I'm just I'm just asking you a question. You went on for ten minutes about the Bomb Squad, about Herbie Lovebug. When we get to some new people or somebody that make trap, you just meh. I didn't really research them. Or nah, if that's not what you're saying, clean it up. I'm I'm voting for Lex Luger. All right, bye. Lex Luger advances unanimous. I think there's a really good argument there for, for Zaytoven, but no one wants to have it, so let's move on. Last on the right side, last of the first round, we've got Murder Beats versus Metro Boomin. Yeah, I think this is actually one of the tougher ones of the first round, period, if you ask me. Ooh, not the tough one. Metro booming for me. I think I'm 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 leaning towards Metro because of Twenty One Savage. Why? Because of Twenty One Savage. <laughs> Why is that the determining factor? Cause I don't know, man. I don't know. I think him and him and um him and him and Twenty One do they? I don't know. They just they gotta have a good chemistry together. But I don't know. It's another good one. It's another good one. I hate to pick between these two. You know what? Like I said, I think there's a really good uh, yeah argument there. But if I'm looking at song for song, hitter for hitter, I think Metro is just slightly higher. And Metro puts out more stuff than Murder Beats, so I'm gonna go with Metro. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Metro Boomin. I think had it been flipped, had it been Murder Beats versus Zaytoven or Lex Luger, maybe they would both advance. But like I said, I think the similarity there, they had to just go ahead and face off in the first round. So Metro is going to move on. Yep, and that's the end of the right side round. So Timberland advanced, DJ Mustard, Neptunes, Boy Wonder, Manny Fresh, Little John, Lex Luger, and Metro Boomin. All right, so we have all of our first rounds in the books. Let's go back to the left side. We're going to go to the Sweet 16. Y'all ready for the next round? Get it. So based on the two that have advanced from the first left side bracket, we've got DJ Premier versus RZA. DJ Premier. What say you, Kev? I'm going RZA. You know, this is a really tough one. And and among like hip hop producers of all time, not best, but my favorite slash hottest, I think Preem and, and RZA are right at the top of my list. They're two of my favorites. But I'm going to and this this might be an unpopular opinion. I'm going to go with RZA. Okay. You got anything you want to say, B? Keep it moving. <laughs> All right. 
Riz advances. Based on the first round, the next lineup is Bomb Squad versus Herbie Lovebug. I'm going Herbie Lovebug. Herbie Lovebug for me. All right. I'm going to say Bomb Squad for the record, but Herbie Lovebug advances. Uh, based on the first round, the next matchup is Mike Will Made It versus Dr. Dre. Dre. Dr. Dre. There's no argument there. Is that that's just it? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what argument you really could put out there. Is it? You know what? You know what? Based on hitters, bangers, and again, taken in the lens of like stuff from one era versus another era, I think it's a matter of preference because Dre doesn't do a whole bunch of stuff now. I mean, he doesn't, but but I mean, who's huh? I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say Dre edges him out only because. Dre has some all-time bangers, and I don't think Mike Will has been out long enough to see if he's going to have all-time bangers, but I don't think it should just be on record as it just being a clean sweep. Like, Mike Will doing his thing. Maybe he's not quite Dr. Dre. I mean, it's, it's nothing against Mike Will made it, but Dr. Dre. you got classics against yeah. radio hits. Is that wrong to say? Well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying all-time bangers versus stuff that we'll have to check in 10 or 15 years and see if they're all-time bangers or not. Right. So Dr. Dre advances. Based on the first-round matchup, the next matchup is Kanye West versus The Alchemist. Kanye West. Yeah, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. And you know what? I think this would be a really fun case study if you if you looked at peak Alchemist versus uh, early on Kanye from, you know, oh oh. 0203 to 07 or so. I think that would be fun. But Kanye overall, obviously Kanye wins. So that's it for the left side bracket. On to the right side bracket. Based on the first round matchup, we've got Timberland versus DJ Mustard. Timberland. Yeah, Timberland. All right. And again, I think it's another case of all-time bangers versus stuff that we'll have to check in on and see down the road. Timberland advances. Based on the first round matchup, we have the Neptunes versus Boy Wonder. Neptunes. Same. All right. Yeah, I don't know if that one is much of a contest. Neptunes advance. Based on the first round matchup, so Neptunes advance. Based on the first round matchup, we've got Manny Fresh versus Little John. Manny Fresh. I think that's an interesting one. It, it is. It is. Gosh, I wish we could come back to this one. <laughs> man y'all love doing that like oh let's table it let's come back nah man nah man i know i know oh, all right i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna get it first one i'm not gonna be afraid i'm going Ooh, little John. okay so i've got to be the tiebreaker you know what man i think this is really interesting because you talk about twerk or that new orleans bounce you know being like a style that they're responsible for making a thing. But then you talk about Little John with Crunk and even like early onset snap stuff, Little John being almost solely responsible. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because honestly, in 2020, I almost said 2021, man, 2022, <laughs> some of those songs from the 2000s, the Little John are coming back to favor now. But some of those songs in hindsight are looked at more jokingly than some of the cash money stuff. You know what I mean? 
So, I mean, what say you? Was Little John and Crunk bigger than the Cash Money New Orleans run? If I had to pick between the two, I will, I'm going to pick Cash Money. But I picked Little John because I just feel like I just feel like he's like just a bigger celebrity, I guess. Because it's it's a tough choice. It's a tough choice. But if I had to look at like if the average person looked at Little John and Manny Fresh, they'll probably know who Little John is. It is nothing against Manny Fresh, nothing against the music that he's done or his legacy or anything like that. But this was like this was like one of those. This might be the hardest choice to actually make because both of them did like create a sound that. I mean, like, still, that's still relevant today, though. I mean, even though you said, you know, some people kind of look at Lil John in a jokingly way, but if you take out Lil John screaming on the record and just play the beat, I don't think people. I mean, Lil like John that, has though. two of the, you know, again, it depends on where where you live at, what what style of music you like, but uh, yeah, and um, what's the other one? Um, Get low, bend over, get low, and bend over. Then it's three. Then those three songs. They're universal. You can play them anywhere, and I, I, I get back that ass. You talking about bend over, making knee touch your elbows? That one? My bad, my bad, my bad. I meant, I meant turn down for what? Sorry. Electronic rap song. That one. Get low, turn down for what? And yeah, those three songs are universal. You, you know, don't get me wrong. Like your guy said, back that ass up is a super, super strong song. But Lil John has the most universal anywhere i don't care who who you're playing it for i've played this at a song i uh, so uh kev knows where davisonville is it's out in the sticks i played that at a budweiser and jack daniel bar and the people there were getting down to it so i'll leave it at that yeah and it, i mean if you take it from that perspective too it becomes like yeah hottest producer period rather than just hottest hip hop producer because some people would say like well are you counting uh turned out for what like can you count that because then if you count that well then you could count you know get loose and uh some of those other tracks that he did with uh lmfao and stuff like that shots and and you know all that other stuff and if the and if the case is yeah well it's it's a little john but if it's just hip hop stuff. I think the argument's more interesting. So, Little John unanimously, but um, that's two one. It was two one. No, I had Manny Fresh. Oh, I thought you said Little John. Okay, but well, so why'd you make the argument for yeah and turn out for what? And why'd you do that and pick Manny Fresh? Because again, I love, I love, I love Manny Fresh. I love Beats by the Pound. I listen to if I'm riding, if I'm in my house, I'm gonna listen to those two art uh, producers ten times more, and I'm gonna put on some Little John. All right, and last up on the right, so Little John advances, so uh, 2-1, so it's on the record. Last up on the right side, we've got Legs Luger versus Metro Boomin. Uh, and you still not going first? No. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I will say, though? I think this is, an, this is an example of teacher versus student, not to necessarily say that Metro learned under the tutelage of Lex Luger, but more so the production style, more so using Fruity Loops, more so getting packs and downloads and stuff from the same places, resources, more so the work ethic, getting with one or two artists like how Lex Luger got with uh, Waka Flacco, 
at the at right at the beginning, uh, Metro did the same thing. So I think it's more of a question of that. Does the does the teacher reign supreme over the student or does the student pass the teacher? Yeah. Uh that's a good one. Oh, you did hustle hard for Ace Hood? What say you? Uh, I still like that. Uh I don't know. If I'm sitting here looking over this stuff, looking over credits. Looking over credits, I'm leaning towards Metro now. I was gonna say Lex at first. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going Lex. Yeah, for sure. Lex Luger for sure. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What say you what say you be? Lex Luger. All right, Kev, it's on you. All right. Wait, y'all both said Lex, yeah? Yeah. You know what? I was, because when I was even making the chart, I was like, well, if it comes to this, if it comes to this, who I think. And I was going to say Lex flat out, but in some ways, I believe Metro has taken the Lex formula to new heights. And if you look down credit for credit, I think Metro has more hits because Lex stopped making songs. You see what I mean? So... For the record, I'm going to say Metro, but it's a very soft argument for me. I could, I could see uh, Lex, three O, yeah. Uh, Lex Luger moves on, advances, and that finishes up the right side bracket. So let's go back to the left side bracket, the Elite Eight. Here we go. You ready? Let's get it. All right. Based on the previous two rounds. This round is RZA versus Herbie Herbie Lubbug. Uh, I want RZA. Herbie Lubbug. All right. Two to one. RZA advances. RZA has entered the final four. Next up, based on the previous two rounds, we've got Dr. Dre versus Kanye West. Kanye West. Yeah, I think I'm about to go Kanye, too. Well... There's no argument to be had. <laughs> Unless you got one. I mean, I just, I think some of these people on the list are flat out 3-0, flat out. But I don't know if it's flat out 3-0 for not Dr. Dre over Kanye. I mean, Kanye is bigger than rap. You know what I mean? Kanye is Kanye. But if we talk about just the records, not the shoe deals, not the Super Bowl, not the, I mean, I mean, I guess maybe the Super Bowl because that counts as contributions to the music industry or whatever but i don't know if you could just write dr dre off like that because because of kanye i don't know i mean you're right but i i don't i mean is it like when the last time anybody really got excited over a dr dre production though i'm like like he just did you know the grand theft auto couple songs for them and you know, the excitement wasn't even in, about the music. It was just about seeing Dr. Dre in a game and if any other rappers was going to be in the game outside of the actual music itself. I mean, but that's not to take away from his legacy. I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean, his hits from the past are still valuable hits today. But, you know, we just seen this documentary on Kanye West. And, I mean, you, you know, you could have your opinion, whatever you think about the man, but... Just looking at him making this music and the process. Yep. 
I don't know. I think it just adds a little bit more to these hits that we've been listening to for however long. So it just added a little bit more to it. Yeah, and I granted we just seen Dr. Dre at the Super Bowl. Every song that was performed was, you know, something he's credited with. But I don't know. I just just for me, that Kanye documentary just put a little bit more on it for me. All right. Kanye West advances. I so it's on the record. I'll choose Kanye West. So it's on the record. And uh Okay. Kanye West advances to the final four. Next we've got Based on the previous two rounds, we've got Timberland versus the Neptunes. Neptunes. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm leaning towards Neptunes, too. There's no argument to be had over Timberland? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, I mean, we're down, it's, it's tough right now. It's, it's tough. I mean, we can, you could go, you're not, you know, you could pick anyone and still, you know, make valuable arguments, but I think, the Pharrell touch is just that little bit of edge that I think pushes the Neptunes higher. There's no Timberland touch? Timmy? Timberland has Timberland has done some things. And I mean, even like now with the verses, you know, he's co-credited with the verses. And the verses is like one of the biggest things in music right now. But Pharrell's doing Disney movies, man. He's doing Disney movies and Disney soundtracks. <laughs> I, I I I gotta assume that 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 Disney money is bigger than that versus money. Yeah, but again, like I said, it too it goes to are we talking just hottest producers and bangers and contributions to the music industry overall? Are we talking hip hop? You know what I mean. So, and again, because because Timberland and uh, Pharrell both have a ton of hits that's not solely hip hop. You know what I mean. Nelly Furtado and, you know, Britney Spears and, you know, whoever else. So, right. I think it's an interesting argument. I'm going to say more from a hip hop lens. I'm going to say Neptunes, because like I said, that that run they had, that initial run is borderline unrivaled. Um, So Neptunes move on to the final four. And then we've got Little John and Lex Luger. Little John. Yeah, Little John. Yeah. Little John. <laughs> man, shouts to uh, Lex Luger, though, man. I wish he would, like, get back on his grind. But um, Little John. I mean, so it's like he's, like, doing nothing? I mean. Or is it just some small-scale stuff? There was a point where he just wasn't doing anything. Like, he just was. And, again, maybe he burned himself out because he was doing, like. So much. Whole, the whole mixtape of. Because I, I want to say even some of those early uh, Juicy J mixtapes when he first started going solo, I want to say he was doing every track on there. And, you know, Juicy J would make 30 songs. And then two months later, he would do another one. and He would make 30 more songs. Maybe he just burned himself out. There was a point where he wasn't doing nothing. And he came back and he did like one or two things. So I don't know if he's just on a small scale right now. But last time I checked, he just wasn't doing anything or much of anything, let's say. Right. Well, I I, I I hope he saved up his money and didn't blow it on nothing. So <laughs> his last two credits were 2019. What songs are they? Some for Rick Ross, probably. No, Gucci Man, Womptober 2, and Jeezy, TM104, The Legend of Snowman. Okay. Yeah, it's unfortunate because he, he came out the gate. And again, he, he did suffer from people stealing his style. And that little noise that he uses. 
but yeah, it's unfortunate. Shout out to uh, Lex Luger, though. Uh, Little John advances to the final four. Final four. Fellas, we made it to the final four. Are you ready? Let's rock. Let's go. Yeah, and I think, you know, this is going to go. This is going to, I'm not going to say that. I'll say that at the end. Final four, based on the last three rounds, we've got Rizza versus Kanye West. Kanye West. Ah, oh, it's tough. Personally, I want to pick the Rizza, but I- I'm going to pick Kanye. Yeah, I feel the same way. Personally, <laughs> I'd like to pick Rizza, <laughs> but it's incorrect. It's not the right choice. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, like I said at the beginning of this broadcast, Rizza does not get enough credit for being the person that started soul, soul, soul samples, sped up voices and all that stuff. Kanye West is one of the only people that has acknowledged the RZA for that style. And he even put him on the Twisted Fantasy record. And he might be on another Kanye record. So shouts to Kanye for, you know, acknowledging RZA and the roots in that style. But, uh, yeah, Kanye moves on to the national championship game. And the other Final Four matchup, we have the Neptunes versus Little John. Neptunes. Little John. Whoa, I, I'm picking Neptunes. Oh, okay. So lay it out there. It has to be an argument. It's one-to-one. No argument. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's it's tough, though. It's a, it's another tough choice, though. But, I mean, just, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, that just like you were saying earlier about the Neptunes, it was like you, you heard this different sound, and then all of a sudden you was like, who's copying the sound? But you realize it was just the, you know, this artist and this artist and this artist was able to get these beats from this these this production group. So it's it was just something different back then. So that's why I picked Neptunes. B, what say you? Uh, no argument. Uh, doesn't matter who wins. Lil John is just my pick. <laughs> no, I'm saying, why did you just tell the people why you picked Little John? Because he's Little John. And Pharrell is Pharrell. So what does that mean? Not to me. Pharrell is, he's eh. Pharrell is meh? You have your choices. I have mine. Little John is my choice. And, and that's fine. And that's fine. Just tell the people what you're thinking. And I just said, Little John to me is bigger than life. And Pharrell, okay, if Little John is bigger than life, Pharrell is, fill in the blank. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man, make Not. your pick. All right. I'm going to say Neptunes. But that's wild. Okay, fine. The national champion. Okay, so Neptune's advances uh, two to one. The national championship game is Kanye West versus the Neptunes live on TNT. No, not on TNT. <laughs> but um, we've made it. What say you? Kanye West. It's tough. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Normally I root for the under. You know, I think huh? I think this would be I think this would be an interesting one, like you know, like like if this was a a, a soap opera or something like that, we would go down to the final round and it would be Kanye versus uh Pharrell slash Neptunes and they would be like, Next time <laughs> you know, <laughs> the <like>. cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Cause I think honestly, like if you if we started a new show fresh faced, you know, took a couple of days of research and asking friends and blah, blah, blah. I think you could argue 30 minutes, Kanye versus Pharrell. 
I don't know if it's such just a it's a, it's a great argument. It's a great argument and a two to one vote thing. I think it's a great. I think it's a great argument too. A great final a final two. But and I'm and I'm surprised it, it no one's never had this argument because it's you hear comparisons to Kanye. It's what just Blaze or I don't really I don't know. I really don't know who else though. But yeah, those two like the early two thousands. Both of those two. Like dominated the radio, and we should have been had this debate about who was better, but we didn't. I don't know, man. And, and uh, honestly, I feel like the Neptunes are underdog. If if you had to rank these two, I feel like the Neptunes is an underdog. Um, yeah, I could say that. If it was gonna be like March Madness one versus two, I think it would be one. I think they would be two. Sure. Yeah. I feel like the Neptune's the underdog, and I feel like the average person will pick Kanye. But I mean, he's just—he's just that little bit more popular. I don't know. I kind of want to represent because you know they—they they from Southern Virginia, and I, mean, I ain't that far from Virginia. So, uh, in a tough choice, I'm going to pick the underdog. I'm going to pick the Neptune. <laughs> All right. So, and B, you said Kanye, yeah? Correct. So it's only right that it came down two two to one in the final round. You know what? Like I said, I think if we had a full show almost, maybe 30 minutes to just go hit for hit. And maybe we could follow up on this in the future. Maybe we could. We'll talk to the producers and see. But uh, I'm going to say Kanye. <laughs> just for the... That's not a bad choice, though. It's not. It's. I. I don't think you can really go wrong with either choice. Um, you know, both sides have have created uh, great production and and have been able to um, have these long lasting careers. Because I mean, just like you said, like we didn't even know Lex Luger had a production credit as as what as recently as three years ago. So. You know, Kanye's still making hits. Pharrell and Slash Neptunes. I mean, Pharrell's still making hits. Chad of the Neptunes is out here. You know, he got big production credit. So, I mean, it, it, you know, you couldn't go wrong with either choice. Yeah, man. I think this was fun. Like I said, we're going to talk to the producers and see if it's worth uh, discussing Kanye versus Pharrell. You know, not bar for bar, obviously, like production for production. Uh, we can even dive into units moved. <laughs> I think that would be an interesting uh, one, but we'll we'll see what the future holds. So, fellas, we've come to the end. The hottest producer, and he would love to hear us say this, I'm sure. The hottest producer of all time is Kanye West in our 2022 March Madness of 32 producers and production teams. Now I'll toss it to you, uh, B. What do you uh, What do you say? You want to head us out of here? All right, fellas. Really appreciate you guys, man. Thanks so much for being here. This was an awesome event. I hope that the fans liked it just as much as we did. Uh, definitely. Uh, check us out on our social medias. Tell us what you thought about uh, our two-part series of March Madness. And let us know if you want us to uh, delve deeper into uh, some of these matchups. We really appreciate that. 
Uh, Kev, tell them where they can find us on social media. Uh, you can find us on our Twitter at Mixed Era Rap and our Instagram at Mixed Era Rap Pod. Uh, that's what's up. Uh, Reaper, tell them where they can find you on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, WeChat if you're on that Asia thing, or Mixcloud if you like DJ Mixes at the 313Kid, T-H-E 313-K-I-D. All right. Please tell a friend to tell a friend to come check us out. We really appreciate you guys again. Thank you guys so much for uh, downloading, streaming, listening to our podcast. We out of here. Peace. Peace.